Good morning, millennials, and welcome back to the toast. Happy hump day. Today's hump day extravaganza is brought to you by Made Inform. Thank you, Made Inform, for sponsoring today's episode. We are excited. It's hump day. We've got lots to do. Final episode of the week, sadness. There, there comes in that you know emotional roller coaster again. Every episode of The Toast is a roller coaster, an emotional one at that. We made such a hullabaloo yesterday about the fact that it was our last episode, even though right now is technically our last episode. So it's just giving lasty vibes. You look gorgeous. That shade of pink is stunning on you. Why, thank you so much. We Whoever said orange was a new pink was seriously disturbed. disturbed. We were both, we are both wearing the pale pink Crewneck set, but we've styled it differently from each other, which is so different for us because we're so simpatico. Are you a Jax or a Turdy? Are you wearing a crewneck with leggings? Are you wearing the whole set? Whole set, maybe a little tie around the shoulders because it is a little- Perhaps a string of pearls. A string of pearls. It is a little warm in here. It is a little warm in here. And it's not just Bruno, you know? No, it's Turdy too. Turdy Jackson Brew, final episode of the wonderful- I don't even know what to call it. Sabbatical. Well, no, you don't work on sabbatical. I've been working so fucking hard. Uh, Kind of like a company offsite. Company offsite. Destination toast. But you're home. It's not a destination. It's true. Toast down south. Something. TDS. Something like that. Final episode is today. I don't want to, you know, harp too much on the negative. But I just want to say it's been amazing. I have loved being here. I love you. I love Brew. I love your whole family. I love my whole family. And it's a devastating loss. It is. And there are so many things I'm going to miss about this special time that we've had together. What will you miss most? Well, something that I'm going to miss, I'm not going to say miss most because obviously I'm going to miss you most. Just yeah. like the fabulosity of being together, of like, you know, having lunch together. What are we doing today? Even though Tesla. I am like a little, I, when I'm looking on the bright side, like I look forward to getting back to like full productivity of because course. I feel like a lot of the things that I usually do during the day are falling by the wayside and have to do them at night. And so I'm just like, I haven't checked my email and Lord knows how long. So looking forward to that. Something that I'm going to miss in addition to you who I love so much is Bruno because Bruno never joins the show, but he only joined because of you. Let's see how he acts, you know, yeah. moving forward. I'll hold out hope that he still wants to podcast with me right now. He's just sitting by the lights. It must be really warm and toasty there. That's interesting. I thought you were going to say like, you know what I'm going to miss? Like, you know, all the laughter. Like, I thought you were going to say something nice about me. No, that's why at first said, of course, I'm going to miss you the most. But just like, so like, what about me? Will you miss? Like, what about my presence? I'm just curious. Like, what what do you think I've, you know, added that you will miss? Like a value. Oh, well, I mean, where do I begin? It, in For the show or for my whole life? Anything. It's easier to say for my whole life because yeah. the show is fabulous. Like, no matter where we do it. Um, just positivity, like just such a, a nice hum around the house when the turdy is here. Just, she brings a great energy. Okay. An energy that will be missed sorely. You make doing errands more fun. We have so much fun when we do errands. And we make just everything into an hour. And we're hilarious. We make lunch more fun. Lunch is always fun, unless it was the lunch we had during that Patreon vlog. That'll be out tomorrow. Right. The disgusting discussion. The disgusting discussion and it's just devastating it is but are you looking forward to going back to being internet friends because i know you love doing the podcast and i'm glad you brought this up days of we're weird of, <laughs> the show was fun. i couldn't even like look at you in the eyes i was like we got over it really quickly and i don't think anybody like knew except for the fact that we addressed it but we are weirdly internet friends yeah i happen to love doing the show remotely i feel like i do my best work remotely which is good because i don't feel like when i leave the show suffers no. at all um 
so I'm looking forward to getting back to like my little square and your little square. Like I happen to really like it. I feel comfortable but there. now we've gotten used to this. Me too, me too. And like making eye contact. I felt like really like in pain. Strange. I felt like a stranger in my own house. I felt like a stranger in my own family. Like it was just weird. I'm glad like we both felt it and like we can address it and move on. We we so squashed it so quick. No, it's natural. Like we were pen pals and now we're meeting in real life. It's we really weird. are like like inner like you're like right to me in prison you know like you are you're like catfish. you're ryan and i'm gypsy yeah i heard a rumor and it's so unfounded and it's like was a tiktok that gypsy rose is pregnant why would it be so crazy well she that means she would just be telling us like when she's one month pregnant right. which is just like maybe she's not a superstitious girl yeah okay then for that reason unless they but i have no proof that that's true like i literally read it in a tiktok comment section like it was so vague so so extremely fake that's really but then it got up that you would even give it air perpetuate but it got me thinking like i do think we could see a gypsy rose pregnancy sometime soon because she's very vocal about like how much she's fucking bebe jip little jip actually her name is gypsy yeah 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 like i think we always have this discussion about the word well, now you're making it weird. Yeah, I am. I am. Let's when just move was, on. When it was just no, Jacob, be quiet. Like, like, just move on. Okay. So we've got a great show today. Um, it's just going to be two gorgeous girls being absolutely gorgeous, talking to gorgeous boys and girls. Like, it's kind of, you know what it's giving? Gorgeous. It's giving gorgeousness, as is our new merch, which you can get now at shoptoastmerch.com. Still available. Some things are sold out. Trucker hat, gone. T-shirt, gone. We brought the mug back. The green set and the pink set were good so there's great so that was not really that was a little confusing really i feel like even it was i perfect english. on the back end of it perfect I'm like english. so is there a mug yeah okay because you said we brought the mug back meaning it's back are you okay no okay i just found it to be a little confusing green set and pink set are available go get your merch and i feel like we're just like dilly-dallying because getting into the stories means like you know the end of summer is approaching like you know, it's the last day of camp. Yeah. And also getting into the stories means that we have to deal with the stories. I know. And it's like, when did that become our problem? You know? <laughs> the year was 2018. Let's talk about the last day of camp. What type of girl were you on the last day of camp? I am, you know, it's hard for me to be without my stuff because you pack a few days before camp. They take right. your stuff, camp trucking, they ship it. Camp trucking. Camp trucking. And so like you're sleeping in a sleeping bag and you don't have your bedding and that's like a little... That's a little off for me. I like to have my things. So like when I, when we talk about the last day of camp, the first thing that comes to mind to you is like not having your perfume and stuff. Not having my bedding. But then when it came to toiletries, we wouldn't throw away, we wouldn't ship them back home. So we got to like use them in abundance. You could use other people's toiletries. And so the way I remember last day of camp is just like kind of like using new shampoos and conditioners and sleeping in this. That is bag. so weird. And that, waking like, up at the crack of dawn. That is so weird that like that's your association. Because for me, the last day of camp like signified like the beginning of like a really dark period for me, like a week or two. I was so depressed. I would hysterically cry, like leaving my friends, like long, long hugs, like shoulder shaking sobs. Like then I would get home and the, the sadness would not go. I was not happy to see my family. I was not happy to see my room. I was not happy to see my school friends. Like I would wake up like for a few days after camp, waking up alone versus like waking up in a bunk with so many people. It was so stark and so different. I was really depressed. I don't think that I cried on the last day of camp. I'll have to ask Margot Lewin. She would remember, but that just doesn't feel like me. I feel like when I would get it home. It does not seem like something you would do. I feel like when I would get home from camp, like I felt renewed and brand new and like so many new things I learned at camp, whether it was like new music or just new ways to style my hair. And I was like excited to take that to the show streets when I got home to it was that by the way that's true like new way of talking it was like a new beginning for me like I'm brand new I'm sitting in my room and I'm just different you know what's so interesting like I'm about to say something I've never like I just had a thought 
that I've never thought before. I feel like every time I say something on the podcast, I've said it three times before. But this is like a totally new original thought that just popped into my mind, okay? Exciting. I feel like since doing the toast, like we've always been sisters and I've always known everything about you. But since working with you full time, like I really know uh, like I know more about you than all the other sisters. Like I just do. Not that it's a competition. I'm just like saying facts. Okay, it's not a competition because they would lose. Like yeah, it's yeah. A competition. no, I don't talk to them nearly as much. I'm not on hour three of podcasting for the day with right. them. Right. However, I feel like because when you were just telling me that story, I'm like, I feel like I'm learning things about. Wait, I like kind of forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> My like original creative thought. That you feel like you know me really well. But yeah, you, I think you and you know me better than anyone. Yeah, but I think maybe what I was fuck, I like had an original thought. Maybe what I was trying to say, you know, what it's gone. Like I That's literally so weird. I want to know what you were going to say. About I was. Me. I think maybe I was going to say. I like now. Like I feel like I'm having a stroke. Like I can't even talk. Are you gonna if I for please him? stop? Are you gonna let's talk about that? Uh, you know what? I'm gonna call out Taylor Farms. Okay. Jackie you was, made me feel so small. In the ad copy yesterday. So dumb. Jackie I thought was, I was having a stroke. I'm like, is this English? I was saying, and by the way, I read it every time. You've never said anything. In their copy, well, usually, it says, Taylor Farms Chop Salad Kits, a fi boring. And I thought a fi was a word, meaning like they reject boring. But apparently, like somebody made me realize in a comment section, perhaps it's been a typo all this time. Somebody forgot to put the D. It defies boring. And that probably makes a lot more sense. Right. So when I called you out for a fine boring... That's not English. Yeah, but like when we're doing ads, like just like shut up, you well, know? I know. I, I never call out your flubs during the ads because... It's a bit, this is a place of business. It's a place of business and, you know, it's a certain amount of time that they get and I don't want to like spend it slandering you even though that's all you do to me when I read anything. Mm -hmm. But I'm sorry, just a five boring like... You couldn't no, let it go. I didn't comprehend. You couldn't let it go. I understand that. Not I being could able not to, comprehend. To let things go. I get that. <laughs> I literally let it go in two seconds when you shut me down. Literally yeah, because I, I was literally keeping the lights on here. Like, literally. By speaking wrong. By misspeaking. No, I think what I was trying to say, back to this thesis of mine that's becoming so painful to talk about, I think what I was trying to say was like... You think you know me. Because of the toast... You know me better than anyone. Yes, but that's not what I was trying to say. And I was trying to say like, as kids, like we were, you know, tight, but not as tight as we are now. And I, I really don't know what I was okay, trying to I say. Was and it was really when I, when I come home, I'm brand new. Yeah, like I learn all these things at camp. No, it's not gonna happen. Like, move on. I'm sorry. I really like. Rats. I know it was gonna be really sweet too. Oh, you would have loved it. Darn darn. Okay, let me try. I think what I was trying to say was like, <laughs> I'm like learning about like things like you experience and things you think, thought, like your thought processes as a young person. And I think I maybe would have never known those things had it not been for the toast. Maybe that's what I was trying to say. I understand that. And I feel the same for you. It's like we went through the same thing. We both like went to the same camp. We came home on the same bus. We plopped our asses down at the same house. But internally, like... We and we never shared what we were feeling. Right, but we, we processed it so differently. And it's not like, you know, even after we were done processing, we sat down and had conversations about those thoughts and feelings. Right. Until, we're doing that now. Until today. We're unpacking a lot, Trudy, and we're holding space for our former selves. We are holding space for our former selves. And you know, you can hold space for two things at once. <laughs> you can if you're annoying as fuck. <laughs> yeah, by the way, it's true. Only it's actually only possible to hold space for two things at once if you are annoying and ugly. Like, it's just we don't make the rules. <laughs> if you could talk to your younger self, what would you tell her? People ask me this question all the time and I always have the same answer and they think I'm joking and I'm being dead fucking serious. Like, delete your old tweets, you ugly bitch. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? You're not funny. By the way, 
we talk about this in the vlog that's dropping tomorrow on the Patreon. So I'm going to I'm going to leave that there. I'm going to set that aside and hold You're going to hold space for yeah. <laughs> hold space for something else. Which is like no, like you know Kendall Jenner and like Jay Shetty when they like you have to look at a picture of but like I don't slander Jay Shetty. I love him. No, no, no. Like it's a popular exercise and it's like Oh, that clip you look of at, Kendall on Jay Shetty's podcast. Yes. of your little girl self. And when you do negative self-talk, just imagine that you're talking negatively to that little girl. Okay. My, that little girl needed it. Like, <laughs> no, what I was going to say, so obviously I'm disappointed in the exercise. I was going to say, like, what would you say to her? And not like buy Tesla stock because like, she doesn't know what that means. Like, what would you say to her? Calm down. Like, you're annoying everyone around you. You're giving yeah, yourself. You're like, going to bully her? You're giving yourself like a really bad reputation. Like, just calm down. Like, I was a really, if you read my book, you know, I was like a really annoying, rambunctious, like energetic, angry little kid. Like, imagine if someone had stifled your energy at that age. You would not be no. sitting in this chair, Latard. Imagine if somebody, I don't care if it was me in 10 years. Imagine if anybody came up to me while I was like having a temper tantrum and told me, like, calm down. Oh my God, I would have literally like choked them to death. Yeah. All that to say, you miss the point of like the Jay Shetty exercise. No, no, no. I get it. I get it. I get it. But like, some kids, uh, some people, no matter how young you are, like need to hear hard truths. You're still wrong. (laughs) No, like you're still annoying. Just because you're little and cute, like you still did the wrong thing. I mean, isn't that parenthood like in a in a nutshell? Like wanting to yell at your kids, but like they're so cute. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And holding space for both truths is of the utmost importance. Constantly. What am I doing? Holding space for two breasts. <laughs> Guys, like next time I play charades, I'm gonna be like this. Like <laughs> She's holding space for two things that are true at once. I'm holding space for both things, you know? So let's hold space for one thing. The fast five stories. Oh <laughs> I know, I know. I mean, is there anything else you want to talk about? I'm wearing this clip that was by the way, did we get into the clip conversation on yesterday's podcast that ended up on the cutting room floor? Take one or take two. Did you guys hear about this clip saga? I'm not going to go into it, but... Just in case you heard about it, because it really wasn't that In case you did hear about it, I'm wearing the clip right now. And loving it. Thanks. You're welcome. You're no, welcome. what I'm holding space for right now is the toast. I mean, are you ever not? The toast at a glance. My favorite thing. You want to... Should we take a step back and look at the <laughs> toast at a glance right now? So... I'm always down to, by the way, like take a step back yeah take several several okay what do you want to say <laughs> about the toast at a glance flamingos three-week adventure oh no i meant us as it, like our business oh business is booming booming our biggest mo- merch i almost almost say mo- lurch munch i did that on my stories today our biggest lurch munch yet honestly so whatever i thought our last one was going to be our biggest yet that uh gray one they love that but now they're loving pink and green this is like og coloring i'm not surprised you know yeah. no this this is my favorite one me too but i say that about everyone i would hope that's the way a creator it's kind of like lurch munches are like our children i would hope that's why a creator felt about their lurch munches we're such creators we are no no like i know we joke but nobody literally nobody creates more than us wait i actually saw tiktok that was so smart i loved it and i saved it can i play it for you of course um and i learned a word um that i had never learned before it was like so it was such an like a smart tiktok oh here okay talking about like how influencers like an insult just makes it seem like you think you're better than everyone i don't know i just don't vibe with the word so she was responding to someone who said that with a big big platform that person an influencer yes a huge one so she's saying i don't identify as an influencer even though i technically am an influencer i don't like the word yeah right and so this girl's response word bitch originally just meant female dog it was a neutral word 
but eventually went through a language evolution process called pejoration. Are you familiar with the word pejoration? No. Me neither. Meaning it picked up negative connotations over time that weren't a part of the original definition. What's interesting about pejoration as a language process is that it's very gendered. A lot of words that are originally neutral in their meaning but have something to do with femininity end up pejorating over time and becoming insults. Meanwhile, the reverse happens to masculine words. But all of that to say, I can't help noticing now the disdain with which we all spit out the word influencer. And mind you, I think there are very valid criticism of both influencers and influencing as a job. But it is predominantly women in this space And I can't help but wonder if that has anything to do with why we now want to distance ourselves from that word so much. Think a la, well, I'm not feminist, but I believe in it. She lost me there. No, but she's right. The word duration, first of all, I didn't know that was a thing. And a lot of female words, like bitch, pussy. Right. And douche. Douche. Oh my God. It's so funny because I think of douche as like something we call men. No, but it's like, it's a female word. It's a female. Yeah, and first of all, I didn't know about pejoration. Like, I just love that word. I need to, like, learn more about it Mm -hmm. and start, like, using it in everyday life, probably using it incorrectly. Um, But it was a good, like, take on why influencers become a bad word. Because when you think about influencers, you do not think about men. No. You think about, like, women, mostly, like, moms who do it, you know, as a job in addition to being a mom. Yeah. Like, the OG influencers that I think about, that's what I think about. Yeah, I do think in that TikTok, like, I don't know that influencers... I mean, I could be wrong, but that it will go the way of like bitch where it turns into something that it's like not a slur. Yeah. And I also don't relate to the original person. Like I'm a proud influencer. You know, like I saw that original video and I thought it was like such a um, extreme take. Like I don't want to be associated. I think a lot of people don't want to call themselves influencers because they'd rather be like, I don't want to be called an influencer because I'd rather be referred to as a comedian or a podcaster. The thing is, I don't mind if someone calls me an influencer. I just don't want to call myself an influencer because it's like a little bit boisterous. Hey, look at me. me. I'm so influential. That's like calling yourself a celebrity. Like it's just... A little immodest, but it's not inaccurate. And right, if, if someone like if someone was like writing something about me and they said influencer jacket, I'd be like, hey, I have no problem when someone calls me it. It's just a little presumptuous when you say because it it's like, oh, you think you're so influential. Yeah, but like the word influencer, like it comes with an eye roll. Well, not for me. Well, yeah, but you're unique in that. Like for everyone else, it does. They're just jealous. Well, they are jealous, by the way. Right, because also all kids want to be influencers. No, and it's like if you if you can do it right, it's the best job in the world. We could wax poetic on this debate, whether it's the best or the worst. That's true. But it is a desirable job. Like when they poll kids about what they want to yeah. be when they grow up, a lot of them, say, most of them say they want to be influencers, which is just a little sad. But it is. Um, As two influencers, it's, it's sad. a larger conversation. Like it's not just the pejoration of the word, it's, it's bigger than that. It's right, like our pe- aspirations are no longer like academia or science or medicine. It's also like the pejoration of just like the profession. Yeah. In general, certainly it's gendered. There's a lot there, but I am grateful for being introduced to the word. Pejoration. Yeah. And let me just shout out the creator who made that video because like not us stealing her whole thesis. Her name is Audra. Thank you, Audra. Thank you for that. Uh, vocabulary lesson. Vocabulary lesson and thought-provoking. Stuff. Stuff. I was looking for a better word than stuff, but it's just a pile of stuff. By the way, I've been saying, because there weirdly in my room have been so many different piles of stuff because I'm packing and I'm cleaning and I'm moving and I'm leaving and I'm this and I'm not shopping yet. I've been saying like the three words pile of stuff like probably 50 times over the last week and I can't say it without saying pile of stuff. If you know, you know. Yeah. 
So I think we should dive into the Fast Five stories. What do you think about that? I think so. I think that eventually we have to. Right. Might as well. Just do it. Just do it. Rip off the Band-Aid. Who knows where it'll take us? The Fast Five are always a journey. A journey through time. Without further ado, here are the Fast Five stories that you need to know. The Fast Five stories that you need to know are brought to you by Made in Form, which I'm really excited about. We actually have some of the pieces here in studio. Our gorgeous model, Jax, we were thinking about putting them on and modeling for you guys. We're wearing them under our clothes, and I just think taking our clothes off, we're not that kind of show. <laughs> but we really do want to show you how fabulous these pieces are. Jackie and I are very specific about what, uh, you know, underwear, bras we want to promote, but also that we want to wear. And M by Made in Form is a collection, and Made in Form is a brand with a hundred years of innovation and category leadership. They basically wrote the book on bras and M is the juicy next chapter. So Jackie's holding one of the sets that is so cute. I really want to talk about the underwear. Jax, can you show them like a little bit of the stretch? Oh yeah. I like underwear that's going to mold to my body and I like underwear with a couple of inches in the waistband. Like, I need a couple inches. I need a little bit, not so like high-waisted, but I just need some coverage coverage on the belly. I happen to love those undies. I think they're super comfortable. Love. I wish you guys could feel how soft they are. It's like butter. Yeah, so it's yummy, buttery, soft fabrics. It's a great style that won't break the bank. Their on-trend designs are made from stretchy, comfy fabrics in incredible colors. It's gorgeous blue. Gorgeous blue. So you wear it just for yourself. You know, nobody needs to see it. But if, you know, somebody does happen to see it, a lover, a partner, you know, whatever. You don't have to be embarrassed. Also, pull up the bra. I want to say one thing about this bra that I really like. There is a band underneath the cups because I get like rolls under my underwire sometimes. And there's, I would say, like five inches of material that's really stretchy and comfortable under the cups that smooths out that like under boob roll that I have. And I think a lot of people might have that problem. Um, so I just happen to really like both of these um, items and I love the whole line. It's called M by Maiden Form. Love the whole line. They have tons of colors. Yep, super cute. So whether it's just for you or, you know, for millions to see, check it out. Visit MaidenForm.com and use code TOAST20 at checkout for 20% off your first purchase. That's M-A-I-D-E-N-F-O-R-M.com. Use the code TOAST20 for 20% off your first order. That's code T-O-A-S-T-2-0 at maidenform.com. You'll really enjoy it. And I feel like on certain topics, like you can trust us and, you know, we're the big titty committee and, and you could trust your girls. Things for your nether regions, trust. Things for your nether regions, trust. Our first story. Mm. A little royal news. Prince William has bailed on an event with Queen Camilla for personal reasons while Kate Middleton is doing well after surgery. So Prince William was a no-show at a memorial service for the late King Constantine II of Greece at Windsor Castle on Tuesday amid his wife Kate Middleton's recovery from abdominal surgery. Now, we don't know if these two things are related, but he was supposed to go to this event. The late King was his godfather. Oh, wow. And he did not attend. I and also holding space for two things to be true, he didn't attend while also Kate, Kate is- Out of surgery. Out of surgery. Are they related? I feel like something's really weird. Like, I feel like the royals, like, don't cancel on stuff. They're, like, very... They work them to the bone over there. Mm -hmm. They don't take time off. The fact that Kate is taking time off, he's now excusing himself from an event that looks like it's really important. Like, this is somebody important He was supposed to, to give a reading, too. So, I don't know. And I feel like they've been very nondescript about what's going on with Kate while we have so much information like on oh my god i feel like next we're gonna see a, a picture of like, yeah like it's so they, and that's great they've been so like forthcoming and transparent with details but with kate they've kind of given us nothing and then never brought it up again yeah but she's out till easter but lest we not forget easter's coming early this year march 31st so she should be back in about a month it's just suspicious 
Yeah, I think people are quizzical about no, this. No, and now, like, when anything comes to the royals, but also this is, like, very strange and out of character, people have conspiracy theorized, like... What's the theory on I this? I don't know, but, but a lot of people are, like, just not buying what, you know, the palace is feeding them. They didn't give us anything. They said personal reasons. That could run the gamut. They said abdominal surgery. Oh, for Kate, Kate. Yeah, for Kate. Uh, Prince William backed out of this for personal reasons. Oh, to me, like, his personal reasons are Kate. Oh, you think? If they're not, he needs to reprioritize. His wife just got out of surgery. But he was, his wife got out of surgery and he's still planning on attending this. So what? Yeah. What? Maybe, maybe she's not recovering well. Like. Yeah. It's confusing. Yeah, it is. I hope all's well. Hope Me it's too, of really, course. Like, and I hope it's nothing minor. nefarious. Yeah, nothing nefarious, of course. People are just so quick to like, you know, think it's nefarious with the royals because they think they're like this all-consuming, like yeah. the firm. Sometimes yeah. they are actually, so I feel that. Yeah, I feel that too, but I don't know. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna wait and see. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna ask you a question and mm -hmm. I want you to just, just don't answer me quickly. Like think about it, take a second, really think, okay? Okay. What would you say if I asked you for a sip of your water? I would say yes, because we've had a hard morning. And would you let me like waterfall it or you would let me put my I would lips let you put your lips on it because we've been through a lot together today. Yeah. More than you guys have seen. Yeah, like and a lot of behind the scenes off camera sort of things. Like things aren't going our way today. So I wouldn't be one more thing to stand in your way and make things harder for you. Shannon Ford said like, I need to be drinking a lot of water to keep up with my sunburn to make sure I don't like blister or crack. Can I actually just keep this water? Like, Can I have one more sip? Cause you yeah. made it look so good. I did, I, well I waterfalled it cause I was being respectful, but then I was like, I need this. I actually have not drank enough water today at a soda. Oh, there she goes. Is she gonna drink the whole thing before? Now. Now it's mine? I'm good. We're so hydrated. We're so lovely in sharing. Sharing is caring and I care deeply for my sister. I feel like you've gotten a lot better. Maybe at least it's just with me about like crazy germ, like won't share drinks. Ben thinks, Ben's like weird about sharing drinks and it's just not going to work for me. So we share drinks whether he likes it or not. But like even with, uh, with other members of his family, like he won't, like he wouldn't share a drink with you. Like I don't love sharing drinks. I share drinks with my husband because my Rose is my husband. And when he does manage to put the drinks away, we will share one. Of course. We'll share a beverage. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. <laughs> But I don't jump at the chance to give someone a sip of my beverage. However, I know you need it and you're struggling. So I jump to help. I do. I so appreciate that. I really, really do. You're such a good friend and sister and lover. Ew. Okay. How about ew? What if I just ew? ew. <laughs> Are you ready for our next story? Yeah. A little reality TV news says Love is Blind stars <gasps> Jessica and Johnny were seen together at the airport. This is really upsetting. Like... So Jessica and Johnny from Love is Blind linked up in the real life at the airport, which may prove to be a big twist because they never really crossed paths on the show. TMZ has a video that shows the two stars who did not interact on the reality series, as far as we know, walking through a terminal at LAX on Sunday morning where they were shoulder to shoulder. The thing is, is that everything about Love is Blind is so top secret that this would just never fly. If they were a couple, uh, they're doing like, now that they're all famous, like they're doing a lot of work. Netflix is flying them out to LA. I'm sure New York to do all the today's, like the shows, podcasts. I'm sure that they were put on the same flight. Yeah. To go do a work thing. And we all know they live in the same town. Right. So like, I don't think this Shoulder means, to shoulder. I don't think this is a smoking gun, though it could be that. So let's discuss the potential of them being Hate. together. I mean, he is so concerned about children. She's got a 10 year old. Like, right. He would literally run scared out of her house screaming like, ah, ah. Like he's so afraid of kids. Fundamentally, 
it's a no. Work. I yeah. feel like that's probably why they never spoke in the pods. Like he was like, I don't want to have kids. And she said, I have a kid. And that's that. Also on a personality level, like in my opinion, and this is like might be mean, like to me, he's so beta. Mm. And we've been saying all along, like, Jess needs, like, a man. Are like, there any alphas on the show? I feel like going on the show is the antithesis of being an alpha, like, not to be so mean, but that's true. And I feel like a lot of the guys who go on and why they're so toxic is because they think they're alphas and they're really not. Yeah. I Honestly, I'm going to say something crazy. I would say the only alpha that I can think of in history of Love is Blind is, like, people are going to think this is crazy. It's, like, Barnett. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, May, but see, but then I think about like Cameron Hamilton. I wouldn't say he's an alpha. He's a great guy. He's not guy. an alpha, but I wouldn't say he's a beta. He's kind no. of like neither. He's not in, in interested in your games. Greek, yeah. He's not interested in your Greek games. labeling games. And that's what makes him cool. Yeah. But as far as alpha, I can't think of any other season other than one and the one we're watching now. No, okay. I can think of the one full of losers. <laughs> the worst one. And the that worst one. Like, that's the Shake Deep Tea, Natalie, Shane. Shane. That's, that was the biggest group of losers on the planet. That was a really hard, hard time. time. We went through a lot. We deserved compensation <laughs> for, having, for what we went through. For having watched that season. Yeah. And I think and we really capped it. Yeah. Ugh. Loserville. What was last season? Oh, then there was Oh, that the was like Jared and Ayana too. They were actually cute, but they ended up getting divorced. Nick and um Danielle. Dan, Danielle, yeah. Then there was last like two seasons ago, which was like Kwame and Chelsea. Oh, that was also like Irina. Yeah. Oh, actually I kind of like that one. And by the way, Kwame and Chelsea, I check up on them once a month. I actually was looking at her Instagram two days ago. They're still married, so And two other couples were got to like stayed together. Who was it? Google it. That was a weird season. Hold on. Chelsea Kwame, Love is Blind. Yeah, what? that was the Portland and Seattle season. Yeah. Your favorite. So I, won't, I won't get into Your it. Your favorite. Okay. Oh, Zach and Bliss, they're expecting a baby. You like, were obsessed with them. I'm obsessed with them. So I would say Zach is an alpha. What? You, you would? You don't think? Do you know what alpha means? You don't think? No, I don't think. Do you? Are you being, I, can't, I can't tell if you're joking. Okay, that was season four. Let me just look it up. Season four, Love is Blind Couples. I just want to make sure I'm not forgetting anyone, even though I know I am. Brett and Tiffany, who the hell is that? Let me see. I've never seen these people Let me see. in my life. It makes, I think I remember Tiffany. She was a great gal. She was like super serious. And I, like, I think they were in a really solid relationship. Okay. I mean, I think Brett had a sneaker collection. Tiffany and Brett are still married. I've never seen these people in Let my life, see. but they're cute. They're both like really like good looking. Yeah, you know, they were a great couple. I think he had cool sneakers because I remember I watched oh, his Oh, Micah and Paul broken up. Right. Chelsea and Kwame married. Zach and Bliss married baby on the way. Oh, Marshall and Jackie. They were broken up. That was it. That was yeah. actually a good season. Yeah, that was a good season. So do I think Jess and Johnny are dating? No. One, because Netflix would never allow this photo to get out. It's so avoidable that they both would just take separate flights. And two, uh, talk about two less compatible people on the planet. They don't exist. Agreed. And I think that Jess is about to bloom. Yeah, no, she's going to become a star. she's going to start dating like athlete, anyone she wants. I think yeah. she's like the most eligible bachelorette on the planet right now. I think so too. Right? That's like the zeitgeist. Like people love her. Um... We definitely like her more than other people. I think a lot of people like think she's like catty mean girl. 
I didn't get that. I didn't get that either. I think a lot of people just will assume that about a girl who's really pretty. Like, for real, that's just how I feel. Yeah, I think I saw some people, like, thinking that she was kind of, like, said made mean remarks about, like, Chelsea's looks. But that's not what I got. I think she was more so hyping herself her own up. self up. I did not think she said any. She had said when she, when John, what's his name? James? What's Jimmy. His, Jimmy. Well, I guess his name might be James. When Jimmy was breaking up with her, she was basically like, when you get out of the pods, you're going to like vomit over what you say, EpiPen. And maybe people took that as like being like, well, I'm gorgeous and Chelsea's ugly. But she was really just talking about herself. She was just talking about herself. Yeah. Uh, I like her. So I don't know if everybody else does, but I like her. And by the way, I'm like not going to be able to watch the Love is Blind episodes because I'm going to be when partying in St. Bart's like tomorrow. Oh my God, I can finally watch and you're not here. I will watch, like, I will, by the time the next episode of The Toast comes out, Tuesday, I will be caught up. Okay, great. Me too. I'll get, you know, the Netflix app on my phone or something. Like, I'll watch it on the plane. Yeah, you'll use your VPN, ExpressVPN. I think you could probably watch it, like, not in America. I think it's just cooler to watch with ExpressVPN. I agree. And just make it feel like you're doing something wrong. But don't get locked up abroad, okay? I promise. Are you ready for our next story, which was one of the crazier stories I've seen in a, in a little bit? Well, with an intro like that, I certainly am ready. Madonna removes Luther Vandross from Celebration Tour AIDS tribute following an ask from his estate. I so, had heard about Luther Vandross wanting nothing to do with Madonna. I read that this morning. Madonna has made an adjustment to her celebration tour. The Queen of Pop removed an image of him from the section of her tour that pays tribute to AIDS victims after his estate requested it be taken down, her rep confirms to people. Not me learning for the first time ever that that's how Luther Vandross passed away. That's so sad. Claudia, this the estate put out a statement that said, <gasps> Luther Vandross passed away in 2005 due to complications from a stroke suffered two years earlier. While we appreciate Madonna's recognition of those lives lost to AIDS, Luther was never diagnosed with AIDS oh or the HIV virus. We're not sure where she or her production team received false medical information claiming otherwise. We're currently in contract with her management to remove Luther Vandross from the tribute. There is nothing funny about HIV, but like this is funny. How does a mishap like this happen? How does this happen? I feel like it's a quick... I'm sure whoever was in charge like just did a Google search like notable because other people who are in the tribute include names like Keith Haring, Herb Ritz and Freddie Mercury. I was going to say he's probably like the most famous person. So probably was there was a Google in there. Oh my God. Do you think that they were looking for an image of someone else and accidentally put a picture of Luther Vandross or they really thought Luther Vandross died of HIV? Ooh, could be either. I think the second one. Um, this is humiliating, like for absolutely everyone involved. And it just reminds me like how much I love Luther Vandross when I actually like know nothing about him other than that one song. That one song is enough. It's enough. To love a person forever. To dance with my father again. Like so beautiful. Like I used to listen to that song like before my dad was dead and like tear up. And now it's just like so appropriate. Right. It's like a song that you actually can't listen to. If no. You just want to be able to carry on with your day. <laughs> It's a song that you can't listen to if you just want to be able to carry on with your day. Like she said what she said. things to do. I can't be bogged down. Lives to lead, to businesses song. to run. That song will cripple you. It's like your day just comes to a screeching halt. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's kind of like your life comes to a screeching halt. We feel that way about what Ben Platt song. I haven't listened to it in forever. I, I literally can't. In case you don't live forever, let me tell you now. I love you more than you'll ever wrap your head around. I'm disassociating. In case you don't live forever, let me tell you the truth. I'm everything that I am because of you. 
I can't. I'm out of chills on my I cheeks. Let my, my body accepted a small chill. That's, <laughs> just, that's as far as we'll go. We should start a list of songs that we can't listen to if we want to move on with our days, you know? Okay. Because like, right now it's those two. Okay. I like that. Is there any other song that like comes to mind as crippling? Like you, like we'll just songs. cry. Cry. I'll just call it cry songs, but I'll know if I search Luther Vandross, it'll come up. I actually like the title we had coming. It's too long and I'm trying to move on with my day. Oh my God. Um, You know who probably has a list of all these songs? Who? Margot Washray. Yeah. She loves listening to these songs. It's a form of self-harm. It definitely is. But she, she casts a wide net. I'm thinking like... This. She does. She also listens to some that are just like sad e emo in your feels, not like... I have to sit in a dark room today. No, I love that Ben Platt song. It's really good. It's really good. It's really beautiful. Just know like I feel that way about you. Stop. Yeah, I'm yeah. not having this conversation. Like, like you're trying to bring me to a place no, I know, that like I know, I know, we I know. can't come move on, back move on, from. Move on, move on, move on, move on. Like it's sad. Like no. I feel that way about you too. Stop. <laughs> move on. Stop. Our next story is something that's really going to cause waves. What is it? And it's story number four. Cool. Which is exciting and irrelevant because today's episode is brought to you by M. No, and we love Made in Forum. Like, go use the code. What was it? Let me just remind the peeps. Oh, yeah, that's right. Toast20 at maidenforum.com. Wendy's announces dynamic pricing with increased menu what costs. Was this Ticketmaster? During busy hours. It's like Uber Surge. So Wendy's. Wait, I'm sorry, I don't like this. Wendy's customers may face different prices depending on what time of day they go to the burger joint. The fast food spot announced a plan to roll out dynamic pricing in 2025 during an earnings call in February. Wendy's, Wendy's new price model will be similar to how ride sharing apps like Uber or Lyft bump up their prices during this increased demand. Like customers could be paying as much as $1 for a baconator during peak time like the lunch rush according to gma segment that aired on tuesday but other times they could be spent like ten dollars no okay i just want to say like the recession has taken like this this has gone too far for real like we need someone to save us this is insane first of all i like the idea if it's never going to go up like if if you're going to a wendy's in the if four in the morning and nobody's there sure give me that burger for 50 cents like i actually like that okay but sure if, but if they're inverse gonna like make it expensive when it's busy like no i'm sorry and i think th this sets a really bad precedent no, like it's really crazy and i'm surprised nobody's thought to do it sooner because i'm sure it makes a lot of sense economically you can charge more than supply and demand baby yep but like this could disrupt the entire restaurant industry in a way that I don't like. Yeah, no, no. It's like actually really scary to think about how any restaurant, like when they're busier, like they have their just peak menu prices and then their regular menu prices. Like I really don't like that. And I think like, especially like a small, like Wendy's doing this, I'm sorry, is unforgivable. Like I could see a small business wanting to do this. And how can you even blame them during these, you know, dark economic times? But this has gone too far for real. I need an economist to come in and fix things because this is not okay. Yeah, it's crafty as hell, though. The more I think about it, the more I'm like, this makes so much sense. Because also at peak times, like you hire more people, things cost more, like you need more workers. Whereas in the middle of the night, you could just have one person and you can charge less. But this would change everything. It would change the course of history. Forever. I think it would change things so much. Like if every restaurant i think it would actually change human behavior to the point that people would stop eating at regular times like the meal times and like maybe people would start being awake in the middle of the night and sleep during the day oh i love like to save money it could change it could be one of these like actual cultural shifts yeah if it catches on like wendy's doesn't have that impact if it just wendy's is the one to do it but if it's successful for wendy's and then other chains and then it trickles down to like small mom and pop restaurants if it becomes like the norm like i will die first of all like seriously i'd be so mad and it would 
it would be a seismic shift in humanity. Yeah, in human behavior. Though I will say, I feel like I eat at weird times of day. So you think you could skirt this? Like, skirt, I think skirt? I could skirt. And as an influencer, it's kind of my duty to like do popular things at off hours. Like we yes. get manicures in the middle of the day to make room. For the girls who are done working at six o'clock and go right after. So the boom at 6.30, we're not a part of. Right, and we want to make space for them and hold space for them. And so it's our duty to not show up when during like rush hour of course because we don't have to because we can make our own schedule right it's kind of like us being martyrs yeah yeah and maybe if more influencers did things such as that the pejoration they wouldn't, they wouldn't have such a bad rap totally this is crazy i don't like it and i don't support it okay let's stay tuned let's follow this story let's it's a developing story <laughs> another developing story is our fifth and final kind of like zap through those stories they were like kind of bad no but actually i've enjoyed our discussion on each of them i have had the time of my life fighting dragons with you this episode has been so much fun and i have nothing negative to say about the episode just the stories well our fifth story is extremely negative love norovirus cases oh, are surging in the u.s especially in the northeast so you guys cases of norovirus are surging in the u.s particularly in the northeast where cdc data has shown a steady increase in people with the illness now if you're For new here and you don't know like the importance of this specific virus to us and our family please go listen to the episode it's uh, actually me and ben hosted it i think you were on maternity leave it's called um questioning every fart with ben's offer and just to give yourself like a little bit of context of how this particular virus infiltrated my home and affected my family affected your family affected my family oh right i forgot about you oh yeah you were there oh too. my god the girl brought me norovirus when well, she was first, nine months pregnant no i was like one month postpartum oh my god so first norovirus is a very contagious virus that causes vomiting and diarrhea parentheses at the same time no and i really i can't talk about it like anyone have, can get infected and sick with norovirus it's sometimes called the stomach flu or a stomach bug however norovirus illness is not related to the flu which is caused by influenza so you let me just say one thing about norovirus at this time of year like you will know if you have it there's no mistaking it and and if you've never had it before you'll know that you had it because it's unlike anything any human has ever experienced like you can't even compare it to the stomach flu you can't even compared to food poisoning it is 36 hours of hell and if you've never had it before just know that if you feel like you're about to throw up sit on the toilet <laughs> yeah by the way so ben and i did this episode and like it's it is quite vulgar but if it's important because this is like a public health issue and i and when i said this on the podcast the virus was running rampant in the northeast and so many people messaged me being like Thank you for this helpful you, tip. So I'm going to say it again. If you feel like you're about to throw up. And you're on the toilet. No. If you feel like you're about to throw up, like and you're standing, uh, and you're at, you, you could be standing throwing up anywhere at the toilet, sit on the toilet. Sit on the toilet and throw up into a bag or the garbage bin. Do not hover over the toilet leaving your ass exposed. Like you will regret it. You will regret it because just because, meaning, because you're about to throw up, it means you're also about to shit your pants. So just keep that in mind. Do both. You can be in total <laughs> space. <laughs> For two things at once. Two things can be true. You are going to vomit, but you're also going to shit your pants. So sit your ass down on the toilet and get a garbage bin. Yeah, that's what we'll leave you with. Re-norovirus. But I just like, I can't go through that again. I think I, know, I need so to by the way, I, That article, it said it was running rampant in the Northeast. Yeah, so that's why you're saying that. Me, here. By the way, when I saw that story, I was like, thanking heavens because i would catch it that just happens to me i was thanking the heavens that i decided to extend my trip and then go to st bart's but here's the thing like if i've had it once Jackie, am i immune no 
It's a seasonal thing. It's like the flu. You yeah. get the flu every year. Yeah, you can get the flu every year. You are not immune to it. No one But that's is. also because like the flu keeps changing. Is norovirus changing? Definitely, by the way. And doesn't it make you happy to like think about, like it, norovirus is the great equalizer. Like celebrities get it. So just yeah. think about Austin Butler, like, you know, going to vomit and then accidentally pooping on the floor. <laughs> I can see it. I feel like, I, by the way, like, it's like funny to me that like <laughs> people like associate notovirus with me. Like, you know, anytime it's in the news, people say like a thousand people tag me in TikToks. They send it to me in DMs. Like, it's like, that's kind of my legacy. Yeah. That's part of your brand. It like, it's beautiful. Turdy starter kit. Yeah. Norovirus. <laughs> claw clip. I really love how we brought. Diet Coke. How we brought the holding two things at once. Oh Space God. for two things. Like that was pure. You couldn't have written a podcast better than that. No, and I you think can't. it was the perfect way to end our time together. I totally agree. Just the invisible string. Yeah. Of holding two things. <laughs> holding space for two things at once. Holding space for two true things at once. That's obviously going to be our title. Holding space for two things at once. I'll allow it. You'll allow it. Wow. I only allow podcast titles to be like, they really shouldn't be more than four words. And if they are, they have to be stellar. And that one was. Yeah. I think that's all she wrote. Like the next time you hear from us, I'll probably be so bright red, but I'll be so happy that I took my trip to St. Bart's because I'm like so excited. Like I feel like when I get home from St. Bart's, I'm really going to be sad. Like right now I have so much to look forward to and I'm just really excited about it. So bittersweet. So sad to be leaving you, do Fru and Lou, but so excited for my trip. So thank you for your hospitality. Thank you for being here. The toasters, thank you. And it's just been, it's an amazing time. And I just, like, I don't even want to wrap up the show because that means like it's well and truly over. Yeah. And that's, that's sad. Yeah. Well, there's always Patreon, you guys. If you're missing us, we'll be over there doing our thing, having fun, letting loose, thank letting you. it rip. Thank you, Maiden Forum, for sponsoring today's episode. I love having just like, you know, one sponsor for the day. Like, we can give all of our energy to Maiden Forum and the code TOAST20. Toast20 at Maiden Forum, their new line M. Guy just tings, guy just tings. Thank you so much for listening to the Toast and Millennium Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So, if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe, bitch, and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So, that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, Castbox, all the places where we listen to podcasts, find us at Toast, leave a five star review about how beautiful, stunning, and wickedly talented we are. Hope you guys have an amazing day. We'll see you on Tuesday. Love ya. Bye. Bye. Love ya, bye. I need to say it too, you know? What? Like I didn't say, love ya, bye.